Sorry ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. We're the stars of this piece of shit! I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev? Ooh. I am OG. Oh look, he's got a billion toys. I am PK. <laughs> I say we stay here and fight it out. OG's not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying the Toy Biz Legends box set. Fucking garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are? Ah, curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Almighty Isis. Big Kev's Geek Stuff dot. You fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want! There must be some kind of way out of here Said the Joker to the thief There's too much confusion now I can't get no relief To get excited The thief He kindly spoke There are many Here among us Who feel life's But a joke But you and I We've been through that And this is Not our fate So let us Stop talking falsely Now the hour was getting late Hi mister Oh my goodness I didn't even hear any music Well it's there you're just just you're just all clogged up I can hear it I'm suffering you can't breathe no I am barely bucking. can see sir I am bucking up and I am prepared to read all five pages you got almost the, that entire word right of the encyclopedia Prepshitica. Yeah. it's a now short it, one this week now in living color well listen you know this is that weird time of year where where news kind of it dries up a little bit for a while because you don't hear a lot until you don't hear a lot until closer to the holidays. TV shows are all the big TV show announcements have already happened because the new seasons are getting ready to start or, are or starting. starting. Yeah, we're going to talk about so a few this of those is, tonight. We have a we have a couple of weeks this time of year, and it works out well that it's lined up with New York Comic Con because you get a couple of announcements there. Plus, we normally take off the week of New York Comic Con, so not this week, <laughs> not this year. Oh wait, not this year. We might. It all depends on what that Wednesday is. Oh, yeah, that's true. We might have to set up. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? You know? Hey, I didn't hear from Hasbro uh, yet. I don't know if they're doing anything this year. What? Yeah. I've, I've heard other people say the same thing, so I'm not sure. That can't be right. But anyway, we are here with Big Kev's Geek Stuff. This is episode 425. Yeah. We're calling it Begathon Part 5. Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's right. 
Because some of you will get the reference. Right. Some of you won't. Because right now we're teetering on, will we be out of the booth or will we be at the bottom of Davy Jones' locker? Dead men have no table. That's right. Dead men stand in no booth. That's right. We stand near booths, perhaps. (laughs) Maybe we'll try to pillage a booth. We're going to get a half. Like We're going to be like booth 401 and a half. That's it. That's it. It's just slightly to the left of 401. Just slightly to the left. Uh, that, that title works on so many levels. It does. Because it's also uh, Monday was also Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of does uh, work right in with Talk Like a Pirate Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of uh, pirates. Yes. Um, of which this has nothing to do. The Begathon is yes. still going on. No, no, it has everything to do, because uh, if it doesn't pan out, we are going to take to pillaging and plundering, I think, is, <laughs> is where we're at at this point. We the, are... The desperate times, sir. Desperate times. And with New York Comic Con only hours away. 16 days. Wow. Is that it? 16 days. Wow. 16 days. So Actually, with, not even. 15 days, I guess. With only that short amount of time to uh, help us out, we are once again... Begging and pleading for your assistance. Now, normally, in a normal year, right? You know, fundraising things that we do, and uh, you know, the begathon, and tell a friend, and some of these other things, and you know, we we catch on with some new folks. They're kind enough to go over to that PayPal button over at bkgeekstuff.com yes. or directly to paypal.com where they use bigkevsgeekstuff at gmail.com to make their donation. Normally, by this time, we're kind of like, okay, we need a you know, begathon to kind of just push us over. Right. Uh, but not now. Right. You're right. So, uh, because we got some new equipment this year. Well, we had no choice. It was We had no choice. Remember, remember the show wasn't on for like a good six or seven weeks? It wasn't that long, was it? Yeah, it it was, was like a month. No. No, because think about it this way. We had four attempts with various equipment. Oh, that's true, yeah. Where we never got shows up. And it was at least another several weeks before we got the new machine. So right. it was six or seven weeks probably with no show. Too true. Uh, so we are asking y'all to do the same thing. Go over to bkgeekstuff.com. Right. Check out that PayPal button. And we should stress no donation too small. That's right. And I, again, I want to thank everybody who has donated. I want to doubly thank everybody who has donated a second time. There is yes. a handful of you. Thank you thank so much. Thank you very much. And uh, look, you know. No donation too small. That's right. Uh, BKGeekStuff.com for the button or go to PayPal directly and B- BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com. Yes. All of those things. We also uh, want to say I, I think we can officially announce one of our raffle prizes has been secured. Yes. We announced it last week, so we will reannounce it this week. Okay. It is. Uh, are you talking about the shield from Big Hero Events? I am talking about the shield from uh, from Big Hero Events. That's right, the cap shield. That's right. This is a fully, uh, I would not say functional, fully realized Captain America shield. If you throw it, it will not come back. And it's and it's and it's not like light. No, it's it's metal. Yes, it's beautiful. It uh, is. We're hopefully going to be able to post some pics uh, next week of that. And wait, uh, OG. Yes. OG, I'm getting a message. Oh, okay. Uh, we are we are now. It seems we are now able to announce a second yes raffle prize Ooh, that will that? be available at booth 401. It's the Carnage 
statue uh, from Kotobukiya from a few years ago. Oh, wow. The Carnage statue that was uh, donated by a friend of the show. Nice. And, uh, yeah, I'm getting word. We can now say that that item will be available for raffle Ooh, I love at statues. New York Comic Con. I love giving away statues. That's a big-ass statue, too. That's an awesome statue. That box is like- I fucking know. We've saying. given out some statues at the as a raffle prize with great success in the past. I so know. That's pretty awesome. So, And it's Carnage. If you uh, guys aren't familiar with it, OG will post some pics over at BK. Yeah, Geek absolutely. Stuff. And, yeah, so that's two exciting raffles, and that's not even all of them. No, no, there, there will be more. Oh, there's some big ones coming. Yeah, I'm, to- I'm, toying with some, uh, I'm toying with some new ideas this year, too, so we'll see. Oh, really? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Is PK one of the ideas? Raffle off PK? I am. I'm raffling off. Uh, well, we should... You know. You know, at this point, if you win PK, no one can say Listen, whether you'd actually get to keep him. He's an off-Broadway star, my friend. <laughs> big money over there. Is it? Is it big money? It is. Has he uh, Has he been maintaining his day job as well? Uh, he has. Nice. Yeah, he's a busy He's a busy boy. Little Next beat. week we get PK back. Is that right? Show. For real? Yeah. Yeah. Has that run come to an end? Oh, uh, you no. S- the run has not come to an end oh, it yet. Oh, did? Uh, it has a couple of shows this week. Uh-huh. And I believe there is also... Uh, actually, there might only be three more performances this week, and then it wraps. I feel badly I'm up to my neck in things, yeah. and I, I haven't gotten over there. I don't know that I will at this point. But you did. I did. I did go see it this weekend. And what did you think? Uh, it was it was amazing. Really? And, and creepily sort of timely. Really? It was really good. It was really well performed. Everybody in the, in the, in the cast was... Uh, was excellent, um, and it was a well-polished show. Very funny, very dramatic at times. And, uh, yeah, man, I loved it. Absolutely I absolutely loved it. I just want to ask the question that, uh, I mean, obviously, that everybody wants to know. Yes. How was the mustache? It was It was fantastic. Yes? Yeah, all of them were fantastic. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, there were more than one. Ah. I, and each I one better the, than the last, I my saw friend. the PK one. <laughs> Oh no, PK has more than one. Is oh, what he I'm does. Saying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, is it like time has? Gone no, he by? plays. So with with only two exceptions, right? Everybody else in the cast actually plays multiple roles. Uh huh. So uh, so he is mustachioed in a few of them. I see. With a different mustachio yes. in each. I see. Yes. Yes. So he had some mustachio changes. He did. He did. I see. I see. He did. So uh, yeah, no, it really was a great show, and and if you have the chance, it is it it is at the Soho Playhouse. I believe there are still some more performances. Go check it out if you can. It was uh, it was a good time. Well, I think that PK, I'm sure, will tell us all about it next week. I'm sure. So there's that. Uh, so we opened up the show tonight, episode four twenty five again, uh, with uh, all along the Watchtower. Which was on this week's episode of Lucifer. It was the closing song to this week's episode of Lucifer, which came back for season two. Uh-huh. Along with a lot of other shows came back this week. You want to talk about some of the ones you saw? Uh, actually, uh, the only shows that I watched that really, I guess, fall in our wheelhouse for the most part. I watched Lucifer, which, by the way, was was great. I mean, it, it kicked off uh, the season in a great fashion. The addition of Trisha, Trisha Helfer this season as Lucifer's mom, I think, is going to be a great addition. Um, so that was really good. And I also watched Big Bang, the Big Bang. Uh, oh, premiere. yeah. Yeah. Right. It was also uh-huh. very was funny. This week. So you I did... did not watch Gotham because fuck Gotham. <laughs> um, did you watch South Park? I did not watch South Park. But South Park came back a couple weeks ago. Right? No, it was last week. 
Oh, it was last week. Sorry. Last Wednesday, yes. a week yes. ago. Yeah. I watched the clips, the pertinent clips, uh-huh. but I did not watch the full episode. You should watch the episode. Yeah, I know. I've heard. I've heard. It's really good. And and having nothing whatsoever to do uh, w- with the show, the current season of the show. Yes. Uh, we should say also that uh, this week, um, Kid Robot announced their fractured butthole. They're out, aren't they? they, they they're online. I think they're uh, on sale already. They are. That's oh, what I'm, I'm saying. Sorry, yeah. uh, but they're blind boxed. Or are they blind? They are. They're oh, not. Okay. I think they're Stick not. Stick of Truth was open. Stick right? of Truth was open. Yeah. yeah. That's why I was able to yeah. get the whole set. Stick of Truth is open, but um, uh, Fractured Butthole, I think, is blind boxed. Well, we know some people like Kid Robot. Maybe a conversation is in order when Maybe. we get to New York Comic Con. Maybe. They also released. Uh, now, two of them have come out already, and now the third one uh, has been released. It's kind of the larger six-inch. Right. Um, they did Mysterion. Right. Professor Chaos. Uh-huh. And now they've added the Coon. I, see, now, rather, even though I kind of want the full series, I might go for the bigger versions of those three. Because those are really the main three, obviously, is why they're doing them in the big scale. Yeah, and, I... And I, even though a Mysterion, even though that scale Mysterion is cool, that scale the Coon is fucking amazing. I know, I know, amazing. And I sold my small, uh, I sold off my small Professor Chaos. I don't have that one anymore. Oh really? Yeah. I I think I still have my Mysterion and yeah. Professor Chaos from that line. Um, I'm getting all of them, and yeah. only because I'm a big South Park fan, obviously. But m- more. Putting a finer point on it, this sort of parody of superheroes is amazing. Is amazing, yeah. and I love every one of those characters that they created. Sure. They're so funny, like Tupperware <laughs> yeah. and uh, Berry, whatever his Mid-Berry name. Midberry Crunch, yeah. I think, is in there also. And um, I can't remember the. I can't remember who. It's like Power Tool or something like that. Yeah, they're fantastic. Like, they're fantastic. So I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna get all those guys. Nice. And I think I'm gonna get the six. I'm definitely getting the six inch Coon. Yeah. I'm definitely getting the six inch Mysterion. I'm, a, I'm still the jury's still kind of out a little bit on Professor Chaos. I know, but it's kind of like you got the good guy. I know. You gotta have the bad guy. But who is the bad guy? Professor Chaos is. is the bad uh, guy. But but is he? But or yeah. but or is the Coon the bad guy? You see what I'm saying? Well. Sir? But 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 the coon is like the Tony Stark. <laughs> well, you you forget the coon and Mysterion have, have a, a little, have a scuffle. They have their little, own civil war, little rivalry. Sure. So yeah. So I mean, it's really exciting. I think that Kid Robot does a great job. Yes. With those pieces and, and the South Park pieces in particular. So I missed a few of the Cartman set. Right. Uh, like Awesomeo. I still want to get. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get off track. No, you're, you're already off track. <laughs> you went, you went off track. You're looking at like, you're All right. looking at like lions in the savannah. All right. I watched the Ghost Rider. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you should be, um, or or not. Maybe it's appropriate. So I didn't, I didn't really. I'm not familiar with this particular Ghost sure. Rider. So I liked the way. The Ghost Rider portion yeah. of the character was portrayed in it so much as what you saw of it, but I didn't like the dude. But I also, I personally, I, I mean, you know my opinions on Shield. Uh-huh. I was pretty explicit last week, yeah. but but it, but adding Ghost Rider to the fray at this point is like taking one of them, you know, them little tiny band aids you get, like when you have a like a like a blister or like a corn, yeah, like the round on one, your pink, yeah, the round ones. Yeah, it's like putting that 
on a bazooka wound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you're just like, I'm going to just stick this here in what the middle that? and hope for the best. What, no. what was that Robin Williams joke? It's like putting f- gauze in front of a semi. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. It's just mm. it's not happening. Mm. Uh, yeah, and and honestly, um, I was kind of hoping to come back here today and say, you know, you know what, OG? No, really, you should. I could see that they're trying to go in a different direction. You should check it out. No. no, what the best possible scenario for this right. is that it's the last or second to last season of shield. Sure. A, they return Colson, maybe some of the other characters that we like, like Fitz and Simmons to the uh, MCU, to the MCU. Yeah. And then ghost rider goes over to Netflix where he clearly fucking belongs. belongs. Yeah. yeah. Clearly fucking belong. The first guy he takes out, there is just a, a splash of blood worthy of Netflix Daredevil onto the car. And I'm like, all right, why here? Why here? Because they needed something. And so what they That's did. The something? So what they did was they took, they took the out-of-control semi that was barreling down the highway and then just lit it on fire. And was like, well, can't get any worse. There you go. <laughs> It'll burn out eventually, right? <laughs> exactly. Can't get any worse. Man. So, so yeah, um, a lot of other TV is starting to kick back up. I think the CW shows don't come back until the first week in October. So we still have a week and a half of that. Son of Zorn, the second episode of that is in two weeks. Did you watch the first episode? I, didn't know. I loved it. Really? And it's in all of its stupid, ridiculous nonsense. Right. I loved it. All I'm going to say is go online. Don't look for the commercial. Look for the full sequence. If you can't watch the full first episode, watch for the full sequence with the Death Hawk. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. And and just and but I thought it was really funny. So so there you go. TV made its comeback this week. Nice. And uh, it will continue to to go from there. Uh, on Batman Day, which was Saturday, did you do anything for Batman Day? I went over to my local Barnes and Noble. Nice. Because I understood there to be a poster. Yes, and? done by Jim Lee, etc. That was a give out. Apparently, I was misinformed. Mm-hmm. I think I'm. <laughs> we don't have a dump button, so that's staying in. Oh, that's great. Thanks. <laughs> I uh, I was misinformed. Yeah, uh, and it was not a give out for everyone that attended Batman Day. They gave one per store, which was to be used as part of a trivia contest. Ugh. And I was like, okay, no. I know, I know. Our friends over at Eastside Mags had a big, uh, a big event. Did Time Warp have something as well? I think they. Uh, I think that Retailer X's establishment yeah. uh, had something. I don't know about okay. Time Warp. Right. Um, they, yeah, a little thing though. There yeah. was a Batman giveaway. Sure. I actually got mine today. So, um, yeah, I think Batman Day overall not a big deal this year. Well, anyway, as a treat for us, ooh, a treat. Zack Snyder revealed. Uh, our first image of a really small, hard to tell who he is, uh, Commissioner Gordon in front of the bat signal. Yeah. I mean, the image is cool, I guess, but it's not like amazing. I mean, it's it's it, it's clearly J.K. Simmons. It's clearly Commissioner Gordon, but the bat signal is really the focus of the image. We've seen that before. And J.K. Really, Simmons looks like Gordon, I guess. And you really can't tell how jacked he is. No, because he's wearing the trench coat. But I will say I like the look. I like the, you know, I like that. I like the kind of rough, gruff, trench coat, smoking Gordon. Sure. 
Not that uh, Gary Oldman did a bad job, but he was a little bit younger. Yeah. I, I like a bit of the older, you know, seasoned. Well, what about the uh, what about the Gordon on, on Gotham? Do you enjoy? Uh... No. No, he couldn't act his way out of a wet paper bag. Wow. He has worse aim than a stormtrooper. Wow. He tried to shoot someone point blank and hit the tree. He's like me casting magic missile. <laughs> I knew you were going. No, that's oh, not no, Sorry, it. magic armor. Armor, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that guy. Anyway, so there you go. Thanks, Zack Snyder. Toby Stevens and Maxwell Jenkins have joined uh, Netflix's Lost in Space remake, which is going to debut in 2018. Now, Why this is so a far? Sh- this is a show, right? This Not is a... a show. It is a 10-episode okay. first season. It's coming to us in 2018. Um, I really like Toby Stevens. I will say that. Uh, Toby Stevens was Blackbeard. No, he wasn't Blackbeard. He was John Silver. Right? Oh, yeah? On uh, Black Sails. Okay. Um, and I, I thought he was great on Black Sails. Oh, I he's only gonna be saw, the lead. I only saw the first two seasons of Black Sails. I don't think I saw past that. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, he's playing but, yeah. John Robinson. Correct. That was originally played by Guy Williams in the TV show and William Hurt in the movie. That's right. And Maxwell Jenkins, who you know from Sense8, if you saw Sense8, uh-huh. uh, is playing young Will Robinson. So there you go. Billy Moomy in yes. the TV show and Jack Johnson in the film. Right. So uh, Taylor Russell from Falling Skies was previously previously cast as Judy Robinson. We got that news, I think, two or three weeks ago. So um, Lost in Space reboot. Lost in Space is one of those properties that I really like. Um, I don't know. It's probably fitting for a good reboot. I, I, I like that it's going to Netflix and not sci-fi. And I only say that because... Uh, I like the shows that go to sci-fi, but I feel like sci-fi prematurely cancels shows right as they're gearing up. A la Fox. Yeah. So um, I'm pretty excited that it's going to Netflix. I, I'm okay with this. Lost in Space is a good property for a reboot, I think. So that, that's all right. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I, I, I like the TV show with all its campiness with uh, Jonathan Harris and all that. And I got to interview Jonathan Harris a couple of times. Uh, as you know, and it was very exciting, very fun. So, uh, and I actually was maybe one of two fans of the movie as well. There you go. It's another one of those movies that no one likes but me. Uh, a couple more things we'll hit quick before we take our first break tonight. Uh, Jared Leto. Yeah, let's bash the hell out of Jared has Leto. Has been cast to play Andy Warhol. How'd they trick him into that? In the biopic for Terrence Winter. I think my joke, uh, my joke was... Uh, I bet he's going to can- uh, send uh, cans of dented soup to his castmates. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, look, I like Andy Warhol. Um, I even like Jared Leto. I don't even hate Jared Leto. So I'm I'm weird. I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about this. I mean, I like Andy Warhol. I'm okay with Jared Leto, the actor. I may not be okay with his performance as the Joker. Um Although I didn't see it, so I can't really comment. But I'm based on what other people have told me, and based on the shenanigans behind the scenes, I'm, I'm a bit soured on that. But I have no problem with this. Well, the, I have no problem with one this. One of the good things here, though, is that it was written by Terrence Winter. Right. Who wrote Boardwalk Empire and, and The, the Wolf, Wolf of Wall, Wall Street. Street. I mean, both, pr- both of those projects were amazing. And Boardwalk Empire, I thought, was terrific. Yeah, a fantastic. Really, really terrific. So, I mean, it's kind of a... You got to take the bad with the good. Right. 
Uh, two more things, and then we're going to take our first break. Uh, today, we got our first details on the Dark Tower TV series. Now, we know... Uh, sorry, I'm skipping to page four. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm saving stuff for segment two. I got you. Um, we got our first details on the Dark Tower TV series. Now, we know there is a movie in production. The movie starring Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Right. Um, the TV series, although we don't know have a network yet, but the TV series is going to focus on book four. Yeah. Which was primarily a prequel. It's Wizard in Glass, right? Yes. Um, and they're saying that Idris Elba is going to appear in the TV series. Oh. But what it's going to be um, is he is going to bookend it. So he will be in the beginning of the series as Roland to intro it. Right. Flashback to tell the tale. Right. With a younger actor portraying the younger Roland. Uh-huh. And then he will probably come in at the end to bookend it. Got it. And it makes sense to do this because it takes technically it takes place chronologically before the movie. So this is a good way to kind of give you more Dark Tower. I like this, too. It's possible that Matthew McConaughey could appear as the man in black in the series, as the character did appear in the story. Though it's possible he'll be wearing a different face. Yeah, well... Again, he's, it's going to be a younger version of it. So, right. And, you know, maybe they have a harder time getting Matthew McConaughey to sign up for a TV series. I don't know. Oh, man. I don't know um, if I want to do TV. This isn't on. Yeah. Like, what's her name? Uh, dropped out of the Divergent series. Did you hear that story? Shailene Woodley, who was the lead in the Divergent oh, yeah? series. Because the last movie is moving to TV now. Oh, really? And she's dropping out. Wow. Um, but, uh very quickly, um, this is an dumb move on everyone's part, but I don't think it's done that well in well, the box office. Well, I mean, really? No, so the, the last movie I think tanked. Oh, I think they well, wanna, they go I direct the video. I think they want to wrap it up. Um, but anyway, um, very quickly, this isn't on the prep sheet, but I, I wanted to throw it out there. If you're a Luther fan, tying into Idris Elba, if you're a Luther fan, season four has hit Netflix in the U.S. Luther. I love that show, so I'm really excited to watch uh, season four. Okay. Um, and last but not least for segment one, we got a new trailer this week for uh, Moana, which is the new Disney animated film starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh-huh. um, as, uh, as, the, as, as Maui he plays. As the large ga- character. Yeah. No he plays doubt. the demigod Maui right. in, in the movie. Um, I'm really excited for this. I think it looks really good. This, is not, this isn't Pixar. This is Disney. Um, but that doesn't mean anything. Disney has been killing it with their, with their movies. True that. Um, so this comes to theaters November 25th. Or 23rd, rather. So it's Thanksgiving. And we also got a picture today of the Jumanji cast. Oh, yeah? Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Karen Gillan, uh, Jack Black, and I forget the fourth guy. I forget who the fourth guy is. But uh, Karen Gillan looking lovely, as always. Um, and I'm okay. I, I don't know. I have mixed creature. feelings about the Jumanji thing, too. It's not a reboot. It's really a sequel right. thing. I don't know. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's what I we hear. Got they're now uh, they're now working on a Zathora. Zathora, yeah. Uh, no, I hope not. I mean, I liked Zathora, but enough already. It's the same movie. I know it is, but in, in space. space. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take our first break. All righty, OG, and we will take that break on Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode four hundred and twenty-five. Oh, I got it right. You did nice. Uh, you know, Which, I printed on the top. Too. Oh. Oh, that's convenient. Uh, which we're calling Begathon Part 5, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Build the Millennium Falcon. 
a one-to-one replica of the original Empire Strikes Back movie prop. Working lights and stunning interior detail, complete with a moving ramp. Build the Millennium Falcon step-by-step with your comprehensive build guides, die-cast metal, and highly detailed resin parts. Call now or go online to buildmillenniumfalcon.com and get started today. We're the Monster Squad. Hey, this is Fred Decker, director of The Monster Squad. This is Duncan Regeer, Dracula from Monster Squad. This is Tom Noonan, plays Frankenstein in Monster Squad. This is Tom Woodruff, Gilman from Monster Squad. Hey, this is Andre Gower, Sean Crenshaw from The Monster Squad. This is Ashley Bank, Phoebe from Monster Squad. This is Ryan Lambert, I'm Rudy from The Monster Squad, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Wolfman's got nards! And we are back with Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 425. We're calling this one Begathon Part 5, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Yes, and uh, you can reach out to us via the GVM line. 425 nine two zero six zero five zero with your questions comments concerns uh we love hearing from you guys and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of big kev's geek stuff indeed a rooney yeah dare any, i say any questions at all something you'd like to hear us talk about or <laughs> perhaps medical Damn. tips Oh, my God. Allergy uh, suggestions. I, I forgot to take my allergy medication. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Well, with that, Big Kev. Yeah. I why don't we talk about uh, Build the Millennium Falcon? Build Millennium Falcon, one of the best Star Wars collectibles ever to come down the line that I've seen. And best part about it is you get to put it together. You That's get right. to build it yourself. And you end up with a beautiful scale replica of the Millennium Falcon that was used in The Empire Strikes Back. It's got lights. It's got action. <sighs> I'm dying, man. You got to pick up here. All right. Lights, action. It is, uh, it's a beautiful scale model. Okay, I'm back. 877-544-6779. And you can uh, start off. You know, this is one of those things, again, that you see. You think, I'm not going to pay 2000 How much was that fucking thing? A lot. Uh, I'm not going to pay 25? thousands of dollars for this beautiful scale replica because I simply can't afford it. If I could afford it, I would, but right. I can't. Now you can do it a little bit every month. You're putting it together. You're putting your own touch on it. It becomes even more special to you. Check out BillMillenniumFalcon.com. Snodgrass. He kicked the Snodgrass uh, Kickstarter off this week. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, man. 23 days left. They're just just under 50% funded. So go to Kickstarter.com. Search for Snodbots. There's also a link uh, in, the, in this week's show notes as well. Oh, yeah? And if you go over to Snodgrass Art on Instagram, there's a link in his profile, I oh, believe, good. as well, too. So multiple ways to get over to that Kickstarter. But the Kickstarter is uh, introducing Doopy. Wait, is Duppy? it Doopy? Duppy. Is it du- I think Duppy. I think it's Duppy? Duppy. Well, it's awesome. And that's what counts. Wouldn't He's Doopy the be first... like D-U-P-E-Y? I don't know. But Guppy is G-U-P-P-Y. So it's got to be Duppy, then. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, the first Snodbot 
These are limited edition designer toys based on the illustrations of definitely Craig Snodgrass. So uh, that's true. Yeah, look, uh, these bots are awesome. He's had a couple with him at some of the convention appearances he's had. He's posted pictures of them online. The Kickstarter campaign is in full swing, just under fifty percent funded. And look, his target goal is not—it's not unreasonable. No, you know he's looking for I think sixty-five hundred bucks to fund the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So you definitely can check that out. Um, I like Duppy. I want. I want. But I, I want, want one. I want the painted one. I, I hear you. I want the painting. So jump on it, man. Go over to the Kickstarter. Search Snodbots on Kickstarter or go over to our show notes. Click the link there. Go over to Snodgrass Art on Instagram. Click uh, click the link there. uh, (laughs) Kick the link. Kick it. Kick it. And uh, and check it out, man. And and because. Yes, sir. uh, We may. We may have something. You know, for other things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we're working on it. Oh, that's good. So, but but first. That's exciting. But first, check out Snodbots. Oh, uh, in addition to the show notes, there's a banner on our site as well. So, look, there's multiple spots where you can check out the Kickstarter campaign. The first Snodbot, limited edition. Check him out. He's super awesome. And, uh, and support them. Agreed. All right, let's move on. Yes. Monsters Unleashed is uh, nothing like what I thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, boy. When I first talked about this a couple of weeks ago, um, I thought it was going to be they were introducing this line of books and it was going to focus on some monsters and da da da. And it sounded kind of cool. And, it, you know, oh, we'll get man thing and all these other things. No, it's a giant crossover book where somehow the monsters are some of the monsters are attacking the Marvel Universe, and some of the other monsters are defending the Marvel Universe. Like Groot is involved, Fin Fang Foom. Um, I I don't I don't know. It it sounded really cool, and it kind of became yeah. stupid. Devil Dinosaur is in there. Um, I'm probably gonna check it out. I'm probably gonna check it out. Well, you have the the option to do that with your digital subscription right yeah i only have to uh i only have to you know jump through 50 or 60 hoops in order to download the books digitally in 2016 (laughs) it's no big deal no big deal at all still dealing with that huh still dealing with that bullshit but look i i mean i like some of those characters i think the concept is still kind of cool it's just not what i wanted it to be to be honest with you it's just not what i wanted it to be yeah i hear you um but quickly talking about comic books big kev Uh uh-huh um I did read the latest issue of Civil War, which came out this week. Civil oh, War two right? issue five came out this week, and uh, you really want to hate what's her name, Captain Marvel? Yeah, you really. She's really kind of a um, a bitch. Wow. She. Re- you know how Tony Stark was kind of almost the like bad a bitch? guy. He was. He was kind of the bitch in the first Civil War a uh-huh. little bit. And you're kind of like uh, Tony Stark. In my opinion, I'm on Team Tony. Oh, yeah, this in this around. one? Yeah. I mean, look, it's not okay to minority report people. <sighs> is that what the premise of the- yeah. I have no idea. So the, the, the premise, premise is this. there is a new inhuman that they discover. His name is Ulysses. He has these visions. Oh, and boy. in the visions, bad things are happening. And when the bad things happen, does like a wooden ball roll no. down? A- but, but, when, but Captain Marvel is, is, is acting on the visions. As if they're definitive. Right. And so it has led to things like War Machine being killed, Bruce Banner being killed, other other, uh, Marvel heroes being arrested. 
Right. Um, they just arrested. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This is your last chance if you haven't read the latest issue and you or, don't want to know what happens. Or if you care. Spoiler alert. They arrested Miles Morales for killing Cap. Nice. He didn't actually kill Cap. Which Cap? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Not, not Falcon Cap. Steve, Steve Rogers. Rogers Cap. Right. He didn't actually kill him. But Ulysses had a vision. And she's just going around arresting people. And, and Tony Stark's like, no. It's like an algorithm, and there are things that could change right, sure. what the vision is, and they're not definitive, and you can't go... You can't just go doing that. Doing arresting people, and she's kind of being a bitch. Wow. So it's kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not team, I'm not do, team her at do all. You think, uh, do you think that uh, this is something you'll stick with it's all the way the to the end? I mean, at this point in time. Oh, I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry, OG. Uh, you know that what? is the, the D&D music. You know what? The joke's on you. Because I don't want to talk about it anymore anyway. Yeah, I know. The joke's on me. Uh, the music indicates that it is time for our D&D update uh, where we bring you exciting breaking news from the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Do- Yay! Um, we're going to talk about their latest release. It's called Storm King's Thunder. Now, this is a series of uh, events, if you will, um, for players. Now, here's one of the things I like about this one right out of the gate, OG. All right. For players, characters 1 through 10. Oh, that's a good range. Yeah. So they actually break it down. If it's the first thing that they're doing, you start with this section. Right. But if you're level five already, you start with this section. So they kind of have a bit of an introduction into sort of getting going with D&D. Or for the people who already have that experience, they can move on to this other part. Oh, I see maps. Oh, I know you love the maps. I love maps. And just like every release before it, Storm King's Thunder is uh, 256 pages, OG, of full-color, beautiful illustrations, maps, graphs, not to mention tons of game information um, for running the Storm King's Thunder campaign. If you will, what do you see? The art is, uh, nobody wins when... I feel like I should read some of the gray matter. Go ahead. So so that we can explain what this is. Because so far, we've named it, but it... we haven't actually explained it. Okay, so I'm go read ahead. This to you real quick. Uh, to fight giants, you must be a giant. Ages ago, giants and dragons waged war across the savage frontier. These battles are long forgotten, but the human civil uh, by human civilization today. But ancient relics remain, and now the land shudders once more with the thunder of giant footsteps. Hill giants raid farms for food and livestock, as stone giants lay waste to settlements in their path. Frost giants plunder coastal towns as fire giants gather slaves. Cloud giants' castles drift across the sky, casting ominous shadows on the cities of the north. But no threat compares to the wrath of the storm giants who stand betrayed. Puny adventurers must rise to the challenge. Puny adventurers. I like that. Gather their strength, unlock the power of the ancient runes, and take the fight. Whatever our runes. Whatever our runes. And take the fight to the giants' doorsteps. Only then can they discover a hidden evil from uh, fomenting, fomenting a war between giants and small folk. 
Only then can they forge an alliance to end the war before it begins. So, yeah, it's a, it's a giant. Sounds like somebody is manipulating the giants. I like giants. I always, you know, you remember Against the Giants, the three-part module? Uh, Against vague, the Giants. Va- one, two, very three. vaguely. Very, it's yeah. one of the original ones. One of my favorites. I love giants. I think giants are really easily identifiable uh, creatures for your player characters to not just fight with. It's not like a troll comes along and you're not having a right. conversation with a troll. Can you play as giants? I want to play as a giant. I want to be a frost giant. Weren't there like half giants at one point? I don't know if there's I don't know if, giants I don't know now. if we ever got half giants. Hagrid was a half giant. Hagrid. <laughs> well... Hagrid, not part of this universe. Sir. No, no, he was not. Uh, this fabulous tome, OG, going to run you forty nine ninety five for 256 beautifully illustrated and full color pages in a hardback book. I'd say that's a worthy addition to anybody's D&D uh, collection. And certainly, just from the, the part that I've now, I've read most of it, OG, and I can tell you, um, I'm excited to read the end of it to see how it kind of all turns out. And I'm also excited um, when I actually get us going in a game. This might be, which is why I'm not going to let you read my copy. This might be a really great kicking off point for any D&D campaign. Sure. It's familiar. It actually takes place in Forgotten Realms Ooh-wee. in the north. So yeah. between the... Sort of sea, sea of Swords, right? And the desert, that sort of northern area there. Um, so you know, a lot of a lot of play action with the cold and and giants and snow. There's all kinds of stuff up there that can happen. The book has got information for all of those things, uh, so that you can uh, you know make your adventure great for your players if you're the GM or if you're playing to have a great time. In this module. Now, this is not a one, you know, one of the things I really like about these new style modules, if mm-hmm. you will, OG, is it's not like a one off or two off module. Like, they actually have a play map in here. I don't oh, know yeah. if you saw that. Oh, no, I did. I looked through, man. No, no, no. The flow chart. Hold on. Let me, let me just. Let me just show you. Here, I'm going to hand it over because I have you. Now, that's kind of a flow chart of how you kind of move the characters through all the adventures that they can have in the book, which I think is amazing because that's like, you know, where normally it let's, let's call it in the older days, you would have a module and maybe you had, maybe depending on how you fitted it out, you might have two sessions with it, maybe three sessions. I'm talking about that's a lot of damn sessions just from that flow chart. Well, how many boxes? Oh, 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 OG is, OG is caught eye of something. Uh, no, I, I was looking at the flow chart and I, did liked... you see something that said shady dragon in? I didn't, but that would have been amazing. Um, it could be in the sky. It moves. Remember? Um, <laughs> at least in our version. Did. No, no, no. I was looking at the flow chart and, uh, I don't want to cut you off. Did you, did you no, 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 no. I, I oh, want, okay. I was, I was wondering how many boxes or adventures are listed on that flow chart since you have uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 12. It's almost like 12 adventures. However you spread those adventures out. So here's the, here's the thing that I like. So it's a flow chart and it, and it gives you how you want to start. 
there's chapter one. It's called The Great Upheaval. Right. And it's levels one through four. Chapter two is rumblings, right? And then right. from there, it's got three kind of break off. Yeah. And then it, and then it sinks back up. And Correct. Then it's got, right. But other published adventures is the other box. Yeah. It gives you a, a, you know, a page number. You go to the appendix. And there's another, there are several other published adventure, adventures. Uh, the Lost Mine of Pan, uh, Fandelver. The Horde of the Dragon Queen, both of which I think we talked about on we the did. show. We did, yep. Um, Princes of the Apocalypse and Out of the Abyss. We talked about those, I think, as well. Absolutely. Out of the Abyss is like the main one that comes in the main box. So right? what it's telling you is uh, you could choose to use all four of those as kickoffs, if you yeah. want, to Get this it. adventure. Right. If you don't want to use Chapter 1. Correct. Or... You could use those as kickoffs and right. then lead into chapter one. So if you have been playing already and right. you have characters that are already established, they don't have to kind of do the piddling little, you know, one uh, level one stuff. They're ready to go right into chapter two rumblings uh, yeah, man, there. It's, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. It's a great looking book. I really like the way that they are kind of structuring these new the fifth edition books. I really like the way that they're... It's 5th edition, right? I guess. I yeah, it is 5th edition. Oh, I don't know why I paused and panicked on that for a second. It's probably because my allergies are destroying me. Um, I like the way that the what they're doing with these 5th edition books is you kind of... You see how they're kind of weaving everything together. Yeah. Number one. And number two, the fact that a book like this, which contains information for... I mean, let's say it's... Probably six, seven oldie time modules, uh, at least that much information, but it's all in one book. You're not struggling. Oh, wait, if we just did Against the Giants, can we go back and do something, something, you know, right. uh, uh, I can't even think of any at the moment. But, you know, like, I mean, can we go back and do that one? No, it's too small now. So there's a way, there's a path to everything in the sure. fifth edition. And I really like the way that they're doing that. I'm so excited that we get to talk about um, these great fifth edition books. So DungeonsAndDragons.com. That's all spelled out, right? It's yes. All the words spelled out. DungeonsAndDragons.com. Check that out. Wizards of the Coast continuing to provide D&D players with killer, yes. killer uh, material for their campaigns. And uh, we couldn't be more excited about being able to talk about it here on Big Kev's Geek Stuff. And with that, OG. Hold on. Oh, oh boy. I need to end the D&D segment. I like to end it the way I end all D&D segments, Big Kev, by saying, uh, bring me the Shady Dragon in, please. <laughs> and with that, OG, we will end our D&D update for the week. It's D&D. Warriors that terrify, it's D&D. So there you go. There you go. I love the D&D. I do too. I, uh, I I feel like every time we get something D&D related to talk about that I get a little tiny bit jolt of excitement. Because their releases are, you know, their releases are, they're releasing a little less than they released before, but the quality has gone up. So it's kind of like, it's really a kind of a great balance. Yeah, man. I'm, 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 I'm just, I want to play. 
I know. I just too. don't have time. I know. We got to figure it out. We'll figure <sighs> it out. Anyway, look, we have some exciting DVD news. When was the last time we had DVD news on the uh, show? Probably when we covered DVDs. Can I tell you something? Um, I, 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 I sort of, but I don't feel like I did. I got rooked back into that Disney uh, movie club. Oh, no. Well, but here, so hear me out. You have to buy nine total. Okay. To fulfill your membership. Right. But they send you the thing in the mail. And they're like, join now. You get your first movies at like whatever it is. Yeah. A like, piece. like Columbia House. Right. And then you get a bonus one and then you could pick another bonus one. Tape a penny right. to this uh, thing and send it in. So for for 20 bucks. No, not even. For 15 bucks, I okay. think. Okay. Because I get the special package too because I was a former member. For 15 bucks. I upgraded seven DVDs to special edition Blu-rays. That you previously just had on DVD. That I just had on DVD. Oh, that's uh, that's a pretty good deal. And then I have to buy two more at regular price over the course of the next two years. Right. So I'll just buy two random Disney movies at regular price. Maybe other upgrades, maybe other new releases. Do Marvel and Star Wars count? There are... There, so they give you um, a list of oh, ones you can it. pick from. Yep. There were some Marvel ones in there, but I already had those uh. on Blu-ray. So, no, but I upgraded stuff like Alice in Wonderland, uh, Sleeping Beauty. Like, because, you know, Aren't I, some of those titles in the vault. <laughs> yeah, well, they got re-released on Blu-ray, but I, I wasn't re- I wasn't actively replacing right. all of my Disney DVDs. First of all, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Disney fan, and I have all of the I have all the Disney animated movies that were theatrically released available on DVD. What What about Revenge of Jafar? Uh, I do have that actually, and it was theatrically released as part of my Aladdin set. Was it part? Of, was yeah. it, is it theatrically released? Yeah. So the first one, the first movie came out in the theater. Obviously, yeah. the second one didn't. Right. The third one came back to the theater because Robin Williams came back to do the voice of Genie. Really? Yeah. And I huh. believe I have it. It's part of my Aladdin set. Okay, gotcha. Um, so, yeah. So, I, so, I, so I ha- I've been hesitant about upgrading them because I don't want to pay full price to upgrade them. Especially on some of those movies. The upgrade just isn't necessarily worth it. But I upgraded a good chunk of them. I feel good about the choices I've made. Yeah, we're going to uh, talk about some uh, upgrades that are not worth it Yeah, a little later in All the right. segment. But let's talk about this Mad Max high-octane collection. So, coming later I don't year. know how to feel about this. It's kind of cool. So the, there's going to be two versions of it. The Blu-ray version is 80. The DVD version is 55. It contains all four Mad Max films. Um, a bunch of, um, a bunch of, uh, uh, bonus features. Right. And, like the Chrome edition. Well, right. And a cut of Fury Road in black and white. Right. I kind kind of sounds cool. First of all, I honestly, I think seventy nine ninety nine for the Blu-ray set, which you know it'll be on sale when it first comes out, and you probably get it for like sixty five, maybe sixty five bucks for the first four for the all four movies on Blu-ray. That's not a bad. It's not. That's not a bad throw, especially if you don't have any of them, which I don't. I don't own any of those on Blu-ray, so I'm I'm not opposed to that collection. I don't think it's a bad idea. Um, I I don't know. Was Mad Max released? In Blu-ray ever? I don't know. Like I, I'm pretty sure Road Warrior was. I'm pretty sure Beyond Thunderdome was. Maybe I'm wrong. Fury Road. Fury Road was. Yeah. Road Warrior. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. It sounds pretty good. Yeah. It sounds pretty good. I'm not against it. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. I think Plus that's a they pretty do good have set. A, they, I mean, they do have a whole bunch of things, too. Oh, yeah. Documentaries, uh, uh, some all new features. Yep, a new introductory piece by George Miller. Right. Um, Road War, which is... Uh, it's it's a it's a like a behind the scenes story on Road Warrior, right? Uh, the Madness of Max, which was uh, the previously released Mad Max documentary, right? Uh, so this has been re released, plus some new Fury Road stuff. I don't know. It seems like a pretty good set for that. Pr- again, I mean, especially if you're going to get it on Amazon and get it cheap out of the gate. Yeah, eighty bucks is deal. probably a little high, but you get the cheap price. But you know what my problem with this is? What? My problem is they're going to make another Mad Max movie. Are they definitely doing another yeah, one? Yeah, they're definitely doing another I didn't one. think it got greenlit. Yeah, I think it did. Oh, okay. So I think that my issue with this is that... They'll do another definitive set in a couple w- of years. And- right. So let's talk about that. Yes. A few weeks ago, we talked about the definitive Middle Earth collection uh, coming to us from Warner Brothers. And... I've done some research. Yes. And I'm pretty pissed off about it. All right. Now, besides the, tell. besides the fact that it's $800. Uh-huh. And they come in leather. No one can say if it's actual leather. I think it's faux. It's actual hobbit skin. Yeah. Uh, like little book sleeves. Uh-huh. And a little kind of a replica version of there and back again, uh, but with sketches production yeah. sketches and things i think that's a great item sure i don't get me wrong if this set was okay priced half the price we would be i would be seriously cons- i would probably get it i think it'd be almost at a lot. half the price i would give it serious consideration maybe comes maybe. on a hobbit inspired shelf yeah i feel you it's nice yeah here's i know the, woodwork here's a couple of problems uh-huh here's a couple of problems problem one it's eight hundred bucks. Yeah, it's retarded. It's ridiculous. Can I say it's a hundred? It's a hundred and change a movie. Yes, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's it's insanity. Even though it was listed at eight hundred, it's so ridiculous. You're crying, Big Kev. I'm crying because my head is exploding from allergies. Even though it's listed at eight hundred on yeah. Amazon, it's already thirty eight percent. Which is off. what, like six something? Five. Five. Okay. So, even at five, it's still ridiculous. Sure. What was that Harry Potter box? That Harry Potter box was like 300 bucks. I thought it was like 350 or four. Was it even that high? Yeah, I think so. I don't but, even know. But it was on sale. It, it's never Forever. not been on sale. I know. I know. So, two, so 250 Yeah. So, let's let's even call it. Let's let's give it benefit of the doubt. Let's call it 300 This is still $200 more. Yeah. It's half the amount of films. Yep. How many Harry Potter films are there? Yeah. Seven. Seven. This is six films. So it's one oh, more no, film. Eight. eight films. Eight yeah, films. because it's seven and yeah. split the last one. So it's eight films. So it's two more films. Right. The same number of discs. Right. 30 discs. Right. They got the book. They got the shelf. They got the nice packaging and all that. That's all great. You can actually go to Amazon.com and you can see... Uh, Billy Boyd? No, it's not Billy Boyd. It's the other one. Pipkin. No, uh, well, Mary. Uh, uh, Mary uh, Brandybuck. Uh, yeah. I what's his name? name? Damn it. What's his name? 
Dominic Monaghan does a little video explaining yeah. how cool it is and that you should buy it. Right. And I'm just like, yo, first of all, no, Dominic Monaghan is not going to convince me that I right. should buy this. That's number one. And number two, it is a beautiful set. It really, truly is. However, here's some startling information that you may not know. Sure. The theatrical cuts uh-huh. are not on there. Okay. So in the previous collection, the Blu-ray collection, the one that we all love, both cuts. Okay. The new one, just extended cuts. All right. So that's number one. Number two, all of the previously released material in the previous set, apparently, is not in this set. Some of it just doesn't appear. No, wait, there's more. Or less. Uh, There is less. Peter Jackson said, when we release a set, he said this, let's call it two years ago-ish. He said, when we release a set of all the Middle Earth movies that I've done, we will release every single piece of behind-the-scenes footage, all the documentaries, all the makings of, all the things It will be a triumph deluxe. Right. Right? No new material is added to this set, according to rumor. No new material. Meaning, if you have the Blu-ray collection of the director's cuts of Lord of the Rings and the Blu-ray collection of the director's cut of the Hobbit movies, you have everything already that's in this set. Right. There's you just don't have the nothing. fancy packaging and the shelf. That's it. And the shelf. And the little book. Yeah. There's nothing new in this thing. Nothing. Yeah. According to rumor. Now, you take those things into consideration, right? I'm at maybe, maybe 250. That's what I'm screaming. Maybe 300 if if I had a good day. Right. I'm nowhere near even four or 500. No. Where it's at now on Amazon. It makes no damn sense. I really hope they reconsider this. Or I hope somebody buys it and is like, I should not have spent all this money and puts it up for cheap and maybe then I'll get it. Because like the Star Wars movies, I have every single release, even the ones that are, shall we say, less than legal. Right. And uh, I I plan on having all of the Lord of the Rings releases as well. I'm just not going to do this at this price it makes no sense whatsoever i feel you man you don't have to convince me dude i'm i'm with you on this one 100 percent. i was shocked when you told me about it and you were like 800 i'm like that's got to be a mistake that's got to be a mistake 800 is a hundred and change a movie that makes no sense yeah no it's that's insanity well anyway anyway all right I think that's it, Big Kev. I'm, I, I think we have to end because... You're dying. I am dying. All right. Ugh. So let's quickly say uh, that you can uh, continue to support us at the Begathon. You can go to paypal.com and send us money via BigKevsGeekStuff at gmail.com. Or you can click the donation button on the uh, BigKevsGeekStuff.com website. Uh, as far as uh, some other New York Comic Con announcements, it's going to be booth number 401. 401. Two exciting raffles already announced. A shield, uh, Captain America shield replica, full replica, straps, all of it, 
metal, one of the most amazing things you've ever seen. And we're raffling it off thanks to our friend and cohort, Cosplay Vinny. Nice. Big hero, Vince. And uh, we've announced today a Kotobukiya Carnage statue donated to this program. Thank you very much, donator. I don't know if the donator wants me to say who they are, so I'm so going to keep it, it mum. Sure. Uh, beautiful Carnage statue, big Carnage statue from Kotobukiya. That will also be on display and raffled off. Right there at New York Comic Con. We've got some exciting exclusives lined up as well. We've got PB Pumpkin from Rich Umi Toys page. He's an it's an awesome piece. It's about three inches tall. Sir. Dickie, Dickie Page. Page. I'm sorry. Dickie Page. It's about three inches tall. They're gonna go Show for Dick forty some a piece. respect. That's right. Forty a piece, which is what Rich's pieces normally go for at New sure. York Comic Con. Uh, limited edition of ten exclusively for us. That's an awesome piece. And we want to send our very best out. To Mrs. Umi. To Mrs. Umi yeah. and Dickie, and we're thinking about and, and you. And Elmo and the, the whole family over there. That cat, that awful <laughs> cat that they have. That beautiful cat. Um, in addition, we have our exclusive with uh, Kyle Kerwan. Uh, our sign is the piece. It's his uh, red Cavus Bloom. It's an edition of 10. He's five and a half inches tall. He's going to be 30 bucks at the booth. Remember, this is part of his scavenger hunt. There's going to be a bunch of these all over with various vendors like Tenacious Toys, My Plastic Heart, DKE, Art Wino, um, and some other places. So definitely want to check that out. We have something Gravity Falls related, which I think I can announce a little bit more officially next week. But I've seen the finished piece, and it's amazing. Nice. So I'm really excited for that. And then we have some. We have one other print or two other prints coming our way, I think, as well. We're going to finalize that, so we'll have some announcements on social media over the next couple of days. So yes. check, follow me on Instagram, GeekStuffOG, and Twitter, GeekStuffOG, for those announcements Correct. Um, as well. And I think, Big Kev, with that... With that, OG, we will bring this uh, very allergic episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 425, the one we called Dead Men Tell No Tales to an End, the way we end most shows by saying, troll the respawn, Jeremy. And on that note, we cue the music. There are giants in the sky. There are big, tall, terrible giants in the sky. When you weigh up high and you look below at the world you've left, and I think you know little more than a glance is enough to show you just how small you are. When you weigh up high and you're on your own in a world like none that you've ever known, the sky is left and the earth is stone, you're free to do whatever pleases you. Exploring things you never dare Cause you don't care when suddenly there's Big, tall, terrible giant at the door A giant? A big, tall, terrible lady giant sweeping the floor And she gives you food and she gives you rest And she draws you close to a giant breast And you know things now that you never Not to the sky Only just when you made a friend and all And you know she's big but you don't feel small So long bigger than her comes along The heart to swallow you for lunch And your heart is lead and your stomach's stone And you're really scared being all alone 
Alice then that you missed all the things you've known in the world. You've left them a little. Your own left on. It's gone. You steal what you can and want. And you scramble down and you live below in the world. You know begins to grow the roof. The house and your mother at the door. The roof, the house and the world you never thought to explore.